G'day, welcome to The Mailbag. Pete Anthonis joined by Rob Scurry, reviewing Rand Week, Mounting Yard, performances of the day using the punting form data. But straight off the top, Rob, uh, looked at another card that seemed to be impacted to a certain degree by the the wind that was around on course. Um, just certainly just going through the results. So there was another day where it was difficult to settle there at Randwick, rails in runs. So I guess going back and doing the review, we've seen a few horses come out of that meeting. I think it was a fortnight ago off the top of my head. Um, and a few of them improved uh, next start, notably Don Corleone, which was a big flop at the odds on price and came out and ran a very unlucky race there in the Blue Diamond. So uh, how do you see the day overall? It's a pretty good day. Uh, I'm not surprised. The wind wasn't as... Um prevalent as it was last start it wasn't as, as gusty it wasn't as strong uh, I just think it's that three meter rail position a little bit to do with it um, as about eight meters out traditionally has been the uh, the best spot to be so I wasn't surprised at all it was a running down line day okay well if we have a look at the performance of the day look no great surprise that it was Animo um, overall his figure is it's good for a second up performance even tempo and uh, just looking at some of the horses beaten behind him, Fangirl, Mwanga, Laws of Indices, there was a, a noticeable gap there. But look, how did they look in the yard? Animal had improved, wasn't as sweaty. Um, he looked like, you know, pretty good thing, but I just, I just don't like that that sort of price point. Yep. Uh, Fangirl just, just looking pretty much exactly the same as she did first up. Very well. Such a lovely walker. Mwanga with the two strappers was, was walking even better. Um, he was even more relaxed, more professional. Law of Indices, always a bit of a roly-poly type. Um, his coat's looking good. He's, he's on track. Um, Montefilia, um, lovely. I think she might be back. Um, I, I thought she's, she's run really well here and up in distance. Uh, she can only run really well again. I thought Hinge maybe um, gone backwards a little bit. Um, I thought it looked better first up. And, uh, yeah, the rest, yeah, they're, they're, they're all looking pretty well with improvement. Um, not sure what to make of this El Bogodon. I'd struggle to find it on a Wednesday, uh, as it's not much of a look to my eye. And Huita uh, is a runner, runner too short, so don't give up on him yet. Really interesting runner, Montefilia. Obviously, there was uh, it was a massive run in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, it's the best first up figure she's recorded. And then just going through the line, um, you know, the 11th fastest last 600 on the card, 19th for the last four, 21st the last two and then the eighth fastest last 100 on the day. So really just hit the line well. So I like that, uh, that angle you're taking there with Montefilia. Uh, look on the rest of the card, there was uh, plenty else going on, but I guess we should probably touch on the two-year-olds because that is the, the time of year. Um, and we saw the race that uh, Barbara obviously won there at Sandown. Well, you had both Cornish and also uh, the, the winner of the Blue Diamonds in Little Bros coming out of that one race. Uh, Cornish has won a race, even tempo, slight improvement on that overall sand down figure. Um, but, yeah, the even tempo and basically held off the, the rest of the field. Shinzo, bases loaded, and then a big gap to fourth. Look, again, Shinzo probably not in the best uh, best going on the day. Bases loaded was also rails and run. But how did they take your eye? I thought the winner looked well with improvement, which is pretty typical of the stable. Um, Shinzo had come on nicely was a bet for me. Um, Bases Loaded was a horse for me to follow out of a Wednesday meeting. I made a black booked it. Um, it, it it's a heavy type, it, and it got a bit sweaty, so that kind of put me off it. But um, 
Uh, well, the winner got the, the PR, perfect ride, perfect spot. I think they're all slugs. No okay. good. Any of them. Well, you know, bases loaded is a Wednesday, you know, Wednesday winner. Uh, maybe it's a Saturday horse in winter, win, win a race or two then, but I, I, think, I think it's garbage. Okay. So that's the, the Colts and Geldings there. If we have a look at the Sweet Embrace, which was race six on the card, and the winner, Lazago, knocking off. This is absolute torture for me. Facile, uh, three wide, no color throughout. Uh, and Blanc de Blanc was third, August Bloom fourth. They're all finished within one length of each other. Again, an even tempo. The overall figure isn't as strong as the Colts and Geldings. It's about 2.1 lengths inferior on punning forms data. How did the Phillies impress you? I thought they looked better. Um, this just was a bit torturous for me too. I think I was knocked around by the previous race, so I stayed <laughs> out. I, I I marked them one, two, five, um, and then a gap, you know, a gap to the rest. Uh, I thought Blanc de Blanc was pretty pretty horrible. It's like one of the first ones I was dismissed in the English Millennium, and uh, here she she didn't get nearly as bad uh, as Sweaty, and um, you know she was nearly a bet for me. But I was worried about the one, which I thought was a really masculine, lovely style of uh, Philly. Um, walked around really well, uh, you know, just just seemed like a real professional and and a good type. You know, my my style of horse, but. At, at the you know the, it was drifting a bit a little bit but um so I considered you know I considered a big bet and then Lazago which I, I made a point to our man James I said no oh, this is between out top and perfect Waller which is like one of my favorite things to see it just just looked just what I like to see in a Waller horse I'm not sure if it's it's that was its peak run it's got a beautiful Hugh Bowman ride um maybe they've gone a bit bit slower um i think these these on the whole these are better than the colts i know the figures maybe they've gone out a bit harder but yeah they've come from the back and got over the top facile um yeah she she, she was sort of the next best after, after um yeah i thought i thought uh saltier and facile sort of both had a good amount of improvement to come but um yeah opportunity missed with lazago whether she can measure up, I'm not sure, but you know, you, you never know what kind of conditions we're going to get in a few weeks' time in the slipper. So she's she's probably you know a thirty dollar chance. Okay, so none of these necessarily appeal as potential slipper horses then. Well, I think Blanc de Blanc, if she continues to improve, parade well, like improve her manners in the parade, um, she's run enormous here. Um, three three wide the trip. She's also um, she, you know I'm at Lazago sort of thirties and her twenties. Okay. Uh, can I get one word on Mogo Magic? How that it? Uh, what did you think of that horse dominating the highway? Uh, yeah, he was um, first up for memory. Uh, he got a little bit on his toes. I don't, I don't love love that, but at the same time, I don't you know I don't hate it if it's in the right sort of way. Um, a lot of good horses do that. So portray sharpish, and whether it's sharp or whether it's um, anxious is is one for the experience. Yard watches to sort of work out. Um, I think it's a, a decent horse. I backed the second horse in that race. I think it was about the first three seconds on Saturday. It was yeah. the first race, which was absolute torture when we the horse that horse had, didn't get there and then knocked us off two weeks earlier. Um, but yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's done it against the pattern on the day. Um, it can improve in condition. You know, if, if it becomes a bit more professional, maybe it's a what is it, a Wednesday horse, a Saturday horse? Well, there was talk or, of uh, straight after the race there on some of the broadcasts about it being sold overseas. So, Okay. Well, what about the, the championships? Wouldn't it get a run in the highway, whatever it's called, the, the country championships? Yeah, 
that's yeah. depend weighing up cash versus cash. It's a hard hard problem to have, isn't it? Well, yeah, they might get eight, you know, eight hundred thousand offered eight hundred thousand yeah. or something for it. So you know, because the chairman's worth five hundred, so they probably should take the cash and and run. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was another group one on the card that's around for the three year old fillies and. Oh, look, I'm still looking at this race in hindsight and just trying to wonder uh, exactly what happened. Uh, Sunshine in Paris, Ruthless Dame in secret, Zoo gotcha, bunch finish in secret, was forced back towards the inside after settling in the coffin, held up top of the straight. Uh, was it a good thing beaten, Rob, or am I talking through my kick? Well, I was on it too, but I, I, I've probably mocked it here. I've, I've jumped on it. This is the first time I've ever backed this horse in my life. Me too. And, we, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she just paraded so well, um, improved. Uh, you know, a good judge said maybe 1400 is too far, you dummy. Why are you backing it over 1400? Um, look, I, I thought it could have won. I'll, look, I thought what happened with the winner, Sunshine in Paris, might happen to In Secret. You know, it was drawn inside at barrier three and um yeah i thought oh it's inside that's probably you know twelve dollars it's annoying um i can't catch this ruthless dame she she doesn't look as, as good as the other ones i thought she gotcha with improvement and like it, it it looked healthy bright but it just didn't look screwed down enough for me um as opposed to say a, a, a she's a belter who's the jury must be out on that in the all-star mile, jeepers. Um, but, yeah, in secret, uh, I watched. I went up to the wink stand for the first time in six months and watched it there, and which is about 2.50 to go. And I was kind of like, oh, it's back to the inside. And it, it, was, it was an awful, awful few minutes. And not surprised Sunshine in Paris won. She's a lovely parader, so sort of really bright and sharp and, and just, just wants, wants to race. And um, this is just this is not a big horse. It's not not all that much of her, but you know she's she's a, she's a little jet. Um, what do we what do we follow out of the race? Um, that's what what do you think we follow out of the race? In secret back to twelve hundred or? Well, look, I, I to be honest, I I was a relatively neutral observer when it comes to racing, and I don't consume any of the media or social media. And like in secret was beaten over fourteen hundred in the fast run race behind Jackano by point two of a length. <laughs> in the golden rose and I'm, just, I'm not sure why the 1400 meter conversations being had like it's just yeah for me it was clearly in the in the worst going you can follow it again look probably back to 1200 yes that would be a positive but i think there's some pretty reasonable types in this in this race um yeah. and there's a lot of decent splits going through the line yeah i look You've just got to take them on the day, don't you, in terms of how they map and, and what the setup's like. So I, I wouldn't yep. be surprised if a few of those just go on and improve. Um, speaking of improvers, so I reckon, what, this has to be the most improved horse week in, week out in uh, in Sydney in the winner of race nine, the Liverpool City Cup. Think about it. Slow tempo race once again. The horse can only keep doing what it's doing, though. It keeps finding slow tempo events, but, look, managed to really just take it all on its own merit here. Just went straight to the front, completely dominated. Can't do much more than that. The form around this horse is elite. Um, the last three starts are seeing winners coming out of the next up run and then the the start after that as well. So, look, think about it, Gap in Gravina and Bandersnatch. Um, how did one of your favourites, Parade? 
Oh, he's uh, he put the earmuffs on him. This is another case for me not look do, doing any, not even looking at the acceptances. Because yeah. uh, if I if I just saw the the improvement he made, like this previous start, he was giving. I mentioned he was giving the handler a hard time. Uh, this time he wasn't. So he improved his manners quite um, significantly. Uh, what put me off it? Um, I thought it might get stuck back into the inside, but he put pay to that and three strides straight straight to the front. So he's showing a versatility that um, I didn't think he had, you know, because he's, he's done all sorts of things. You know, he's been pulled back at Rose Hill when he had to make that long long run. I think is I think he's a group. You know, I said I said since its first start, I think it's a it, it's a listed it's a black type mm-hmm. horse. Now I think it's a group one horse. Um, but we're not going to find out for a while. Good mate, shout out Gary, who's got a small share in it. You lucky bugger. <laughs> um, Gary makes some good decisions. Got him on afterpay as well early on. <laughs> uh, Gary, uh, this is a group one horse. They get and and what I love about it too, Joe Pride's just just you know I'm. I'm I don't have to tell him. He just knows he's like it's going to be better in six months again, and that's yeah. what it looks like to me. It's it's like a nineteen year old Buddy Franklin. It it doesn't look like a twelve fourteen hundred meter horse. It's 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 tall. It's 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 leggy. Um, it's just going to put on more weight. Um, it lo- it loves racing, and um, I think we're going to see. I think its its target is now the Stradbroke, so it's going to have a have a, yeah. a couple of weeks in this paddock and then come back in in um for the Stradbroke and. You know, I guess it's rating. When does it go from 83 to, you know, probably about 100 now? It probably can jump about 17 points. Um, that would be my guess. And um, that would put it on the borderline. But it's going to get into the Stradbroke against tired old horses that have been running around. You know, this, this is, this is a you know, just, just well, it should really be 7-7. Seven, seven. You know, we backed it when it got beat at Warwick Farm. So unlucky yep. that day. Um, and I think I, I think with a bit more time, it's just got a great attitude. You know what, what we what what's it beaten? It's beaten some some good. You know, Saturday horses have done some really big figures over the time. Gravina, she had that flashy coat again. She looks sensational. Um, Bandersnatch always takes my. He's a proper Saturday. You know, horse. He's run really well here. Um, I, so I think to think about a formal hold up. Uh, this Sabak is uh, paraded really well first up. Um, like forward enough, and you know, I, I think that could be going very well. Um, Quantico, maybe just a fresh horse. Ranch hands a myth. Um, it looked just as good, but I, I wasn't getting sucked in. And um, Profondo should be retired, and, and I need um, you know have a lie down after backing Profondo. In, and an exactor would think about it. And of course, Profondo the place, the shortest of my three leg place all up. We had uh, Keats. What a mighty run, Keats. Oh. Uh, and we had Don Corleone in the last leg for Fondo. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty pretty torturous. He looked great, you know. He looks like a sire. You know, he he's made. You know, he's. I've seen him parade before. He usually gets toey and and you know he trots around and but but this time he just just did that a little bit. He was just I just thought this is perfect um, for what he was. His his trial looked great, but I just don't think he wants he, he wants any pain. He's been a bleeder. Yeah. Um, He's, you know, once the pressure went on, he didn't want a bar of it. So he, he can look good in trial, but over, you know, 600, he can run 30, 33, 34, but 1,200, he doesn't want to run 33, 34 after running 600 metres to begin with. Yeah, that was seemingly the one, wasn't it? Look, we'll finish off with race 10, uh, much, much better, straight to the front, fast tempo race, narrow victory over Nikki's fling. Um, 
I ummed and art about this horse. I really did. I was looking at it as going, yeah, it's big price. Like the, the data suggests it should be, you know, a bit shorter than that. And I just looked at it and I thought, no, nah, look, I don't know enough about the the trainer. I don't really know about the job. I'll just leave it. But uh, no wishes for yourself. Look, I, I this is a, this, this is um, a bit of a rage bet for me because I, I thought I saw him really well all day. And I was at this point, I was like fourteen units down for the service. I met one of our subscribers, Andy. I, I, I shout out Andy. I, I didn't really want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> I was just in a world of pain. It was a good job I did because um yeah the old boy sent sent us a tip from Newcastle that pissed in got in on that. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, Look, he he paraded really well. This horse, I've always kind of liked this horse. I mean, it was trained by Gary Moore. Yeah, um, I remember it pissing in at Newcastle one day, um, and it's just got slowly better and better and better. And you know, I just thought, oh, I got it on top. The the favourite, I know it had, you know, it just seemed like that doesn't overly look like a twelve hundred meter horse, whatever that means. This I'm talking about Sonora. Um, shout out to Mark Roden who was breathing much better at the 300 when this fell in a hole as he had a, it was a going to cost him a huge already about a huge amount in an all up. Um, so yeah, he sent me, oh geez, I hope you're right, Rob, about this much, much better. And at the hundred, I thought I was going to get done. Um, when Nikki's fling sort of looked like it was breezing up to it, but, um, yeah, Brock Ryan, underrated rider. Um, this is this is a gutsy gutsy horse but again think about it form that was the other thing that put me over the line it was like a couple of lengths off think about it i'm like well yard tick the hottest form tick we, we're just going to have to bet so um it was it was a it was a long way up the flemington uh, um the randwick straight uh but yeah thank god it got home all right, very good. Uh, anything on the card that you're really identifying a horse to follow? Did you have any thoughts of uh, Sandown, the horse to follow there as well, potentially? Uh, look, other than like Mont- Montefilia, um, I think we'll just take them as, as they come. Um, yeah, it, it's look, yeah, think about it. It's, it's gone out for a while. Um, but yeah, and and Sandown, you know, the horse to follow, surely it's Keeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. uh, that was another one like because because i just backed him from 15 dollars out to 24 i just kept having another you know another little tap on it another yeah. little tap and um yeah uh, it it looked it looked i thought it was gonna hold on at the hundred and um yeah thank god I, I i i did have something each way but yeah he should be very well suited back to 1600 sadly though uh alligator blood just looks just about unbeatable who'll you know probably be eyeballing it or will be eyeballing that so that's um the only concern because alligator blood he's just he's a proper weight for age star these days and um looks looks very much looks the horse to beat in the all-star mile and quick word on this fiona oh it beats slugs don't (laughs) get don't get caught up in it it's um it's a little again. I, as I said, this I struggle to find her on a Saturday. It's yeah. not a very good type, and um, yeah, any of those horses going any good in that race? Do they all need to just go to the barn? Like seriously, uh, no chases. Yeah, quite possibly. No chases in that race. Just, just you know, and that Turaf, that's finish. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to. You know, shout out to Matty Ram. Does a good job, but I'm not sure that horse has got much left. 
All right. Uh, week ahead, Warwick Farm Wednesday, Saturday at Randwick. We're into March. Randwick Guineas, Canterbury Stakes Day. Two Group Ones. Good horses. Continue to parade. This is uh, your time of year, Rob. Well, it is. You hope you think so. I've had, I've had a pretty uh, rough. I've, I've had a lose, loss in February, which is I'm not happy about. So I'll, I will be keen and eager to um, make amends, and uh, we get our first track at first crack at it. Warwick Farm on Wednesday, which has been pretty good to me of late. So very much looking forward to getting out there. And um yeah, we'll see how um what's his name? King's Gambit, see if mm. see if he can parade a bit better. Um but yeah, it should should be a should be a good day. Who 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 have we got in the round with Guineas? We'll have the return of Arthur Cabin versus Ossipenko probably. Yeah, it's uh there's a heap of nominations. We'll see how many uh we get there on the day. But uh Rob, pleasure as always. Can't wait to do it again next week. But uh yeah, plenty of racing between now and then. Go well. Thanks, Pete. Cheers, mate. Bye.